Hi, I'm Marty. I'm Dave. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And this is Door 14 Hockey. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Door 14 Hockey Podcast. I'm your host Marty alongside Dave. Hello. And Aaron. Hey. Uh, no John tonight. Yeah. Oh, poor John. Oh, he said he'd be listening tomorrow when it goes out. So uh, he's somewhere. He's somewhere different for a time. <laughs> yeah, Where he's in he? the exotic location of Glasgow. Oh yes, um, for the finest tonic wines um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and some delicacies such as battered food, pretty Bridget, much. Yeah. Um, probably like haggis and square sausages. That's probably much what he lives on i think when he goes back <laughs> to <laughs> scotland uh but yes he is uh over visiting no stereotypes there no but that's what he does it no, that's <laughs> generally what he has and he goes over he gets like washes it all down with a glass of iron brew iron yes he does <laughs> <laughs> he was he was talking about it actually he's telling us a story uh at the game was it two weeks ago three weeks ago he's telling us a story um that he had got this bottle of iron brew that was like some kind of oh the 18 like 18 something, something iron brew which basically meant that it had like a ton of sugar in it. I think it was like a gram of sugar in this iron brew bottle the way I, he described it I think he said it was like a litre bottle that had two litres of sugar and yeah. we both were like, <laughs> like was, there even, any, was, there, was there even any liquid in it <laughs> like, um, but yeah, you're he was eating sherbet <laughs> um, and he said he was drinking that I, oh, controversial but I think iron brew is actually really disgusting no I like iron brew so, mm. yeah, you've just seen it because about half of our viewership just all turned off yeah <laughs> I, just, I can't I'm not a fan at all I don't no, understand I'm, it I'm not a fan of it but yes, he's over visiting his good lady wife. Um, and so yeah, so he's not um, here tonight. So the episode will probably fly through. <laughs> Jokes. Right. Um, guys, how are you doing? Good, good, good. Well, I'm all right. Oh. Oh, not, it's just all right. I'm, I'm good. good. I've not been well. Good. It feels, oh. like a, feels like it's been a while since we've seen, since we've seen you. Yeah, you, weren't, you weren't well last week. So you suck. You, you yeah, still. And I wasn't well the week before that. Week, I was, had the... Yeah, but we were recording the week before that. You had what, Corona? I had the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. No, what did I have? I can't remember. As that we discussed well. earlier on our group chat, coronavirus doesn't mean hangover. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was that. Um, the coronavirus thing, obviously, is we're going to talk about it later in the episode because it's it kind of dominates part of our one of our periods because um, it is having an impact. We talked about it in our last episode as well, where it was um, coronavirus was having an impact on. Um, hockey equipment and stuff being yeah. delivered to to the states and stuff and we talked about it in the last episode um so we will talk about it again because there's a few more changes have happened and i suppose we'll, we'll talk about it later um but yeah there was a, a scene of thing was the corona, uh, corona the beer company have been really like pumping out the the whole social media aspect of stuff being like it's not us we didn't start this they, well we no there, there, there is a link there is a link. Not with not, what? Not <laughs> no. Hold on. Let me just to clarify. You do not, as far as I'm aware, you don't get the Corona virus from drinking Corona beer. But um, I was talking to a friend in work who is Greek, and Corona in Greek stands for crown. Right. And if you look at the Corona beer, the label is a crown. Okay, and so that's, that's the and the, re- the reason the, the reason why it's called the coronavirus is when you look at, at it under a microscope apparently it looks like a crown oh, I don't think it go. does but that's why it's called coronavirus and coronavirus yeah. yeah. and we're, we're a COVID-19. hockey podcast yes talking <laughs> medical um, yes so what we'll do then is we'll get started with our episode as we normally do and take a quick look across the leagues both here in the Elite Ice Hockey League in the UK and across the pond in the um, well the states slash Canada, general, greater over there. That direction. Weave, weaving at a at a, we, at a at a 
a lightsaber that's currently <laughs> there. I don't know. It's kind of a fictional map. Good visuals for really podcast. There. Exactly. It's it's a podcast. No visual needed. Um, but yeah, we'll run through that and then we'll get stuck into our normal show, period one of hockey, period two, and then period three for anybody who hasn't listened before. You will get to understand the, the, the idea. <laughs> or understand of, hockey. Yeah, you'll get to understand the idea <laughs> of the process of how the episode runs. Um, this is a bit chaotic, but whatever. Uh, so yes, let's start with the standings in the Elite Ice Hockey League here in the UK. Starting uh, at the top of the league with the Sheffield Steelers sitting in top place with 48 games played and 63 points, followed by Cardiff Devils with 45 games played and 62 points. The Nottingham Panthers sit in third with 46 games from 58 points and the Giants sit in fourth with 47 games played and 58 points. Coventry Blaze sit in 5th with 46 games played and 57 points. Car- uh, Guildford Flames sit in 6th with 47 games played and 53 points. Manchester Storm sit in 7th with 48 games and 41 points. Glasgow in 8th place with 47 games played and 39 points. So they're currently in a playoff spot. Uh, however, Dundee is sitting there in 9th place right hot in their heels with 46 games played. 38 points in a game in hand and the five flyers sit in last place with 48 games and 34 points um we are three weeks i want to say yes three weeks towards the end of the season um there's still a bit of hockey to play in this season but not a lot uh we have two quite well three two no two we'll say two more uh two Teams pretty much battling out there in first and second place. Cardiff Devils have three games in hand on 62 points. Um, you know, Sheffield are still sitting on top there with 63 points from 48 games played. Um, <clears throat> what's your thoughts, Dave? We'll, we'll go with you. What, what, what's your what's your take? Yeah, I think uh, that Cardiff will do. They'll probably do it in the end, get a good run, get those games in hand, get the points. I think Cardiff have been too good this year for it not to to go their way they had their had their sort of blip early in the season and they've sort of not looked back they've had fairly consistent seasons though yeah yeah. Like it, it's not like <clears throat> obviously we would love to be up there but we're not this season so no the one thing you've, got, be... you've got to hand it to Cardiff they're 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 consistent yeah. well the... we did the Jazz did that remember under uh, that phase under Doug um, and stuff where they sort of were second for what like two or three years in the trot that was it was almost worse than being lower in the table because yeah. you were just so close. Yeah. Um. And, but there was a couple of years where you knew you weren't going to win it, but you were in second. You're mm-hmm. like, you're meant to feel good about being in second. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. No. And I mean, this is definitely one of those ones where Sheffield have definitely went on a bit of a run there. Um. They've had a couple of losses there, quite important losses they've had. Um. In the last two weeks. Um. Which has obviously hampered their their, I mean, their points there. Um. You know, teams again, again, I've said this before and I don't mean it to sound the way it is because obviously we can't, you have to prepare each team as if, you know, you're, they, they have a possibility of beating you. But, you know, there's that kind of thing where Sheffield went into a couple of those games against, especially against, you know, lower, you know, lower teams, lower league teams, not lower league teams, teams lower lowering the league, lower, lower standing, standing league, um, yeah. teams. Um, and I don't know if it's maybe they took a, they just thought mm, we could take this team when they didn't really. Well, you would yeah. take your your eye off the ball. Yeah. Mentally, you wouldn't be there. You probably be. You could probably train and train and train. There's a chance still this season. They did it last season too. You know, they you you go into games and you look. You have a habit of going. Well, we beat them the last two times. You know, yeah. we're, we're going to do it again. And then suddenly they end up beating you. And I think yeah. that just comes down to your mentality you take into yep. the game, and yeah. you can't undo that. I mean, Aaron, you mentioned there briefly, just you were said about um, <clears throat> the Belfast Giants not being very consistent. And I was just going to say that they're consistent in a way that 
the consistency is the the win loss thing where each weekend it's Split win one weekends, game yeah. lose next game win one game lose the next game and that's been that's the not consistency the consistency that I was hoping. That, and that's not the consistency <laughs> you need but that's been that's been the kind of the story the way, all season the way yeah. four has been shocking um, which is hard to take from a team that used to be you know the road warriors they used to win most of their games away and then struggle at home yeah um, and obviously that's something they've been working on um, but I think it's just flip flop this year yeah. it is nice getting the home form back but. I you mean, still need to win your if, if you look, at, I suppose though, if you could argue that you could argue a bit differently in that, if you look at the the Giants' record against, say, Sheffield Steelers, and the fact that you know the Giants have lost sixteen games this season, but also the Sheffield Steelers, they've lost sixteen games this season, but overtime wins, you know, Sheffield maybe just edge one more, but overtime losses, the Giants have lost more. So again, you have to really weigh up, I suppose, you know, where those points have been dropped. Yeah. But yeah, that that non consistency or that or that consistency of win lose win lose has obviously hampered them this year. Um, looking at the other end of the league, just at the bottom before we move on, um, Glasgow clan sitting there in eighth place in the last spot for playoffs, uh, with Dundee sitting in ninth with one point just below there. Now I should mention the Manchester Storm also are 48 games played with 41 points. So they're one game ahead of Glasgow. So if Glasgow won their game in hand, they would obviously go equal in points and stuff. And again, Dundee could jump up above that. Um, it seems to be more of a fight for those three teams at the bottom the, yeah yeah over the last few years we've seen uh, seen this the there's not there's not as big a gap as there used to be between dead last um when you're looking at edinburgh still being in the league they would have been on like 10 points you know they would have been on shocking and you would it would have been soul destroying to see them but at least now like fife in my opinion don't deserve to be there They've been a, a phenomenal hockey team over the last few years, and they've been pretty good this year. You know, yes, they haven't done as well as they have in the past, but you know, they are they're they're not a Edinburgh Capitals. They're not a um, two you know single digit winning team. They're you know they're fourteen wins. Yes, okay, that's half the number of the teams above them, but it's not a million miles away from teams. You know, up to say sixth. Mm. You know, you're, you know, Guildford Flames with uh, 19 wins, and you know they're obviously making more of that with, as we mentioned, overtime wins and, and things like that. There, but this is just straight out wins. And the the car, the, the Five Flyers are, in my opinion, one of the hotbeds of hockey for for the UK, and really need to. You need, they're the same as I think the league of the way it stands. Um, only being 10 teams, you need every team to be successful in some way. Yeah. Um, and if that's you know the gate. The, the the product they put on the ice and I think Fife do a really good job and they've just had a bit of a bum bum year. Yeah. I think they can turn I mean, around though. I think we talked about Fife in our, our last in our last podcast. Um you know we, we talked about the woes that they were currently having and after the they had their, their general manager's um Q Q and A thing and, yeah. and the the mention there was obviously that they, they felt that they could have done a lot better this year except they didn't have the disposable income to replace players that were injured and to cover the costs. So I think that really hampered them this year. Um, and, you know, obviously it was telling at that point when they said about, um, not to hard back to the same story, but they mentioned, you know, in that last, <clears throat> during that time, you know, that the, they're in the elite league at the moment because there's no other league option for them because they're too good for a lower league and there's not really any other lower league that they could yeah. fit into. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting one. You're right. I think the Five Flyers do deserve better, and I think they they've they've uh, previous years they have been a lot better. So yeah. it's just maybe a one off year. I, I it's one of the teams that I do love watching play, and I'm looking forward to Friday, um, because I believe it's the chance to take on the Five Flyers it this is. Friday. Yep. So it's Friday. Um, I always enjoy watching them, uh, and they always seem to find now. It's always a tough game because they always find a way to win, um, and hopefully we'll see. Hopefully we won't see that happen on on Friday, but uh, I do. <laughs> just like you want them, you want them to do well. Yeah, just not against the Giants. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. Says uh, <laughs> Doug Christensen saying whenever he uh, 
was it whenever Nathan Craze moved um, to Edinburgh? He says, I hope he does really well. hope he comes second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we, with that, what we'll do is we'll switch our focus over to the NHL um, and look at the current standings on that side of the water. Starting on the eastern side of the country in the Metropolitan Division, uh, Washington Capitals sit top in first place with uh, 86 points from 66 games played. Followed by, I can't believe I'm saying this, the Philadelphia Flyers in second place. <laughs> Want to say anything yet? I'll wait. Okay. 85 points from 66 games played and Pittsburgh sit in third with uh, 82 points from 65 games played. Uh, looking at the Atlantic Division, Boston sitting in first place still. Um, it pretty much seems to be the story of this season so far. Uh, 96 points from 67 games played, followed by Tampa in second with 87 points from 66 games played. That's a really good rebound for them. Uh, Toronto sit in third with 78 points from 67 games played. Wild card spots in on that side of the country are currently held by Columbus and the New York Islanders. Looking over on the western side <clears throat> and starting in the central division, St. Louis sit in first place with 90 points from 67 games played. Colorado in second with 88 points from 66 games played. And Dallas in third with 82 points from 66 games played. In the Pacific Division then, Vegas sit top with 82 points from 66 games played. Edmonton sit in second with 80 points from 67 games played. And Calgary in third with 77 points from 68 games played. Wildcard spots being held by Vancouver and Winnipeg. Um, Aaron, uh, do you not want to gloat and bask in the fact that you are currently sitting in a, in a great place right now? So for, <clears throat> for great podcasting... Like listening. professionalism, professionalism. Um, what seems to be working at the moment is that I'm not talking, talking about the Flyers. Right. <laughs> so as soon as I start talking about the Flyers, yeah. So yay. But, okay. Right. Yay. So you think that so there's almost like a no? Nope, not talking about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, yeah, they seem to have done definitely done a rebound this season. Um, fallen. You know, there was a point there where we're kind of like. You know, will they won't they even get into wildcard spot? Now they're sitting in a, a second place in the, in the Metropolitan Division, sitting quite well in the second in second yeah, place there. They are. They're doing I mean, they're doing well. well. Performed yeah, well so yeah. far towards the end of the season. Um, I can say the same for Toronto. I mean, in our last recording, Toronto were sitting outside the playoff spot. They're now sitting in third place, having a good rebound there. Um, again, I don't want to talk too much about it, but fingers <laughs> Sorry, crossed. Worrying about the, putting the scud on everything. Yeah, so uh, we can talk about that, and that's fine. Um, well, Dave, we'll look at you, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah well, um, we beat Nashville Preds, so. <laughs> Is that why John's actually really Yeah, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't take it. Yeah. He's actually yeah. still at home. He's, he's, not, he's not in Scotland. <laughs> Reeling from the loss. Yeah, and it's made a, a, a bit of a difference and allowed the Wild to take that fourth spot you know, in the Wild Cards, but they have two games in hand over Winnipeg and Arizona and only one point in it, so hopefully that'll start putting push making a push for the playoffs if they can get a bit of form together still up and down um same as all season season long part of me is sort of like yes it would be great to see them in the playoffs but i think there's wholesale changes still need to be made with the team to make it more consistent yeah. going forwards um it's not in my opinion it's not good enough to scrape in the wild card spot every year um you want to be looking to uh, perform well and maybe coming in uh, higher up in there or even scraping into the as, as a wild card but doing well in the postseason you're in a you wild know, card spot no, no just outside just uh, outside point all. outside so um, see how it all pans out but the uh, if it does great I love a bit of 
postseason hockey, um, and it make it makes your makes your year when your team's there. Um, if not, you just pick one. Yeah, watch yeah, it through. Watch it through. That's exactly <laughs> That's what John said on one of the last podcast. I'm really looking forward to my team not being there, so I don't have to be stressed about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. We believe you. That's what everyone wants in their hockey team. <laughs> Obviously, well, Kitty, we the would... only upside is if the Wild do make it, the Blackhawks aren't there to put them out. That's true. <laughs> Very true. Because yeah. you've had a, you've been, yeah. The, the likelihood is, though. Let's be honest. Uh, if Toronto make it through to uh, playoffs, which hopefully they will do, they'll just get put out of Boston anyway. So it doesn't really matter because um, that's constantly what happens every single year. So you know, whatever. Uh, but yes, yeah, so Nashville are on a are currently on a, a three game losing streak. Where uh, I, I know we don't want to talk about it too much, but you know, like Philadelphia are currently on a, a seven game winning streak. No, I mean yes. Yes, <laughs> that's that's pretty impressive. Well. And, and actually, they got a they got a shout out. Like there was an article released from the actual NHL about them saying that you know, good watch, rebound watch season. Out, watch yeah. out for them, and and it's a as you say, a good well, rebound season. So let's let's hope we both make it to playoffs. I'm doing I'm doing, yeah. <laughs> to the point, I actually was looking for um, they don't they don't really sell jerseys for two year olds that well. Oh, what? No, um, we have. I think. By the way, not country? that I will fit into a two-year-old jersey. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a bit big, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we. Um, I've noticed that even, even you know, even here in the UK, yeah, like the, the kids, kids jerseys, big, yeah. junior jerseys, kids jerseys, start at like five years old. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. weird as well when it comes to the uh, head size and stuff because mm. kids aren't proportional you know and the they end up having a, the neck hole for the the jersey so it's really small yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the neck hole's really small the arms are really short yeah like really short all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's just like um like my nephew okay he's probably going through a growth spurt at the moment but like he he's like you, you look at him he holds out his arms and it's like his shirt's like halfway up his arms yeah. but, his they, but the actual same. body of the shirt is still like down near his knees yeah. so it doesn't make but any then, sense but then you look at everyone who wears their jerseys and the jerseys are always Pulled up to their elbows anyway. True. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Do we have anything else before we get stuck into period one? Yeah, the actual podcast, yeah. Yay, Flowers. Okay. Well, with that, then, what we'll do is uh, we'll wrap up our uh, introduction and we'll start into our period one of hockey. Okay, period one of hockey is a roundup of local news stories um, and coverage from here in the UK, um, covering all leagues, elite league and NIHL and whatever else may take our fancy. Um, let me start. I'm going to start off this episode, uh, this period, if that's okay, guys. Um, I'm going to start off with the just this. This is the this the was released today. The Challenge Cup final, obviously, it takes place um, this coming weekend between the Cardiff Devils and the Sheffield Steelers. Um, we talked about it in a on a on a, a a previous podcast that the Premier Sports uh, TV have become the official sponsors of both the Challenge Cup, Elite League Challenge Cup, and also the Playoff Weekend. Uh, and with that, they well, I don't think they really had an option. I think they had to anyway. But for the like the thirty sixth, maybe fortieth time, they've changed the Challenge Cup trophy <laughs> mainly because if you ask the current Challenge Cup trophy may be one-armed may be destroyed maybe we don't know where it is yeah. the Belfast Giants obviously won that trophy last year and um, it kind of went through the mill and there was photographs went out even the probability photographs they turned it in a nice jaunty <laughs> angle so you couldn't see the fact that one of the actual arms of the trophy was removed and broken off to be fair when you can buy the trophy from an Argus catalogue you really should <laughs> well, really. that's true <laughs> you'd be surprised um, on a so today they released a the cup uh, today um 
for the first time. Um, this is the cup that John refers to as the hat from Batman. No, that's the Elite League. The Elite League trophy looks like the Enigma mind mind, mind control thing, thing from okay. Batman. That's the Elite League's trophy. Okay. This is a new trophy that was revealed okay. today. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. I like it. Thoughts? I, I like it, yeah. It's, it's interesting that it's not... A cup, like a, a cup, yeah. cup, so they can't drink out of it. Yes, I drink out of it. That's what we were the reason it. you can't destroy it because you can't drink out of it. I, I really like it. I like it more than the um, the one, the league one. Yeah. Um, I think it's a bit more striking. Yeah. Um, and it, yes, okay, it's not a cup; it's a trophy. Yeah. Um, which is fine in my opinion. Um, I do think though that we have so many great, um, hockey retired or legacy hockey players. Why not just give it a name? I, yeah, I you know, agree. Name it after someone, make it legacy and keep it. Yeah. You know, um, even uh, Monty wasn't named after anybody, but, you know, they had the same trophy for years. Yeah. But, you know, give it, you know, there's so many greats. Give it a yeah. name. And they made the whole, the whole big thing with the conferences, which are now gone. Um, but they had great names, you know, and were named after great hockey players. Things like the Gardner Cup. The, the, the garden the gardener was one of the most successful goaltenders from Scotland ever um, and should be talked about more and yeah. just isn't and Earhart as well as another one you know and they, they should these things if it was in they do it it's because we're, we're used to the um, have a, trophies having a name um, and you can ha- hang your hat on it and it's a bit more um, longevity out of it yeah. I know some people don't like it I think you should give it a name keep it I would agree with you I think I think if it had a name it would be good I understand obviously you know, it's kind of like you know, it kind of like um, but like you know, soccer, football, uh, where they have like the I don't know if it's still called the Barclays Premiership, or I don't know if oh, they still yeah, have the name yeah, for it. I don't know. That's probably, how far yeah. removed I am from football. But like you know, they always had like the title sponsor would be you know, so you'd win the Barclays Championship yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I, I guess that's why they're keeping it that it's the Premier Sport Challenge Cup. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. I think yeah, if I think it would give more weight to it. I know that that's the same, but like you have the like the Six Nations Trophy for rugby, isn't? It's the what do you call it? The bank thing they win, but then you have the things like the Calcutta Cup, you know, that have more yeah. history, um, and people care about that, you know. And yeah, you can only build that by starting something. Mm-hmm. And so, do you think we should change the name from the Challenge Cup to the Challenge Trophy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I, yeah, yeah. but no, I think I I agree. I think um, it actually does look pretty good uh, compared to the previous one. Yeah, no, I do. Um, let's hope this one. I do, be, as I do like it more than the. Let's hope this one. one maybe has a bit more longevity and lasts for a bit longer than the previous two. Yeah, yeah that's it looks, the, it looks a fair size as well, doesn't? Because like, the yeah. Nottingham got a fancy special Nottingham uh, one, and then it disappeared too. So the one, the one that we won. The Challenge Cup that we won back in like 2009. Oh, yes, in the Dundonald. In Dundonald. That was the one, that one lasted for quite a while. It was like a Claret and joke or something. Nottingham won it like three years in a row and I just decided, we're going to keep it. So they kept it and then they had to get buy a brand new one. And then the Giants. Whatever happened to the knockout trophy? What what did happen to the knockout? Good question. Well, Giants way broke it too. What happened to that competition? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Someone's mantelpiece somewhere. They probably just realised actually, you know what? Challenge Cup takes long enough to complete. Knockout would just be as long. And no, let's not do it. But yeah, again, who has it? Do the Giants have it? Uh, who, Giants were the last team to open one. I'm assuming they still have it somewhere. I'm sure they must have. Maybe it's just in Taft's like, room somewhere, just sitting mm-hmm. on top of like, a fridge or something. Three keeps the, the Isle Rock truck shops. But yeah, no, Challenge Cup, let us know your thoughts. Um, I, I personally, the three of us, like it. So I do like it. Know. John probably doesn't like it because we like it. So. Yeah, that's probably He's probably screaming somewhere going, it's hideous. It's hideous, I don't like it. I didn't get my say. <laughs> but anyway, um, okay. I'm sure he'll tweet about it. I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure if he hasn't made his opinion already now. Um, Dave, we'll move over to you. 
Yes, so I put up a, a very quick one. Um, a charity that's very close to my heart. Not this particular one, but uh, um, you know, my uh, my son's autistic, um, as you may or may not know. And the Hull Pirates did a uh, autism sort of awareness night and done a uh, jersey for the event. And if you don't know, the, I'm sure the link will be put up and you can see the picture. It's um, the autism logo is uh, based on Lego. And the fact that the so many different pieces build up the Jigsaw. individual Jigsaw. Jigsaw, sorry, they say Lego. They say Lego. Sorry, <laughs> Jigsaw, and it builds up the person. You know, if, if you're can basically meaning that everybody's going to be different, yep. um, and that's the, the the sort of fundamental behind it. Um, and this is they done a night for Think Autism, uh, and it's a charity that helps uh, integrate with uh, local community and business and awareness to raise awareness of what it can mean. Um, <clears throat> and they. Done the jersey, all the usual, the profits going to, to the charity. Um, personally love the jersey because of the Did you the try calls. to buy one? I am going to buy one. I um, still can't buy one. Buy okay. one. Um, I just haven't gotten around to doing it, but I am planning to buy one. The um, Love the jersey for the cause. Don't know about the design, <laughs> but I love the cause, and so therefore I, I love so the jersey. The, the night that you texted, I didn't <coughs> one glance at it, and was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and then you explained what it was, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I, I, I can see why you would buy that. I, okay. <laughs> as soon as I see that, I, I, it was it was pretty much in your face, but it's good that it's in your face. Yes. Yeah. Um, We won't talk about stuff that happened early in this year where jerseys that were supposed to be used for something weren't really in your face when they should have been in your face. Yeah. But this one's really in your face. Yeah. And it's which, with, for a good reason. Yeah, yeah. and it's meant to be because uh, they're trying to... Um, in the same, awareness. Yeah, in the same way that the previous one that we're not going to talk about was meant to do the exact same thing. You're meant to be... You know, you're meant to see it and go, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and th- you, there's no way that you couldn't... If you know that the jigsaw is for autism, you know yeah. that that's uh, an yeah, autism jersey. striking that yeah. you see it. Um, yeah, and, and it was straight away, as soon as I seen it, I was like, oh, I know exactly what that's for. Do you know I the know other exactly thing I loved about it? And it's so simple. It's got uh, no other sponsor. No, you're right. It doesn't. stripped off all the other sponsors and yep. only had the charity on it. Um, yep. And I think that says a lot, um, you know, because you're doing it for a cause, not for... For the sponsors in that stage, yeah. you know. The whole part logo is quite hardcore as well, eh? Isn't it? Yeah, I quite great. like it. I quite like the colours. It's it? quite metal. Uh, but it's, does, yeah. it, does it usually have a lime green? Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. the colours. The lime really? green colours, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's colours are green. The, 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 if you look at the goalie pads there, you'll see that the... It's... Or if I scroll up and look at the actual whole yeah. parts logo on their website. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> but yeah, the, but the, it's it's because of the, the distinction they made from the Hull Stingrays to the Hull Pirates. The Hull Stingrays were grey, drab, a bit boring. And then they went... They're going to be the pirates, so they're going to go metal. Yeah, yeah. lime green. I, say, I, I genuinely just, I know it's a bit off, like off the story, but I genuinely love a lot of the logos for some of the teams in the NHL. Oh, I just yeah, think yeah. some of the logos they've put some really good effort in. Like this is one, obviously. I, I like the whole, whole parts, and people might disagree, but I really like it. I, I like think it it's, too, it's yeah. quite metal. It's quite cool. It's quite a lot of detail in it. But the one that always strikes me for the NHL, which is my favorite one, which I. I hope that if they if this team eventually gets back to the elite league in the future, that they still oh, remember yeah, to yeah. use this Milton Keynes Lightning. Yeah, now it's use like, like Thor, a Thor yeah. as their. Oh, it's so it's so good. We talked about it last year. Yeah, no, it's I like so it. So good, and I hope they bring it back with it. I just I just I remember that, and actually I just spotted it at the side on their on their tweet, oh, yes. their tweet count yes. on the side. And the tricker and the side, so yeah. Was that not redone recently? Yeah, that's the, like, yeah, that's yes, that's yes. It turned into yeah. the Thor one because it used to be the weird MK, MK yeah. lightning bolt thing. Yeah, that's awesome that one. Really yeah, like but yeah, no, I thought that was a nice wee piece, and I thought I would uh, let everybody know. And um, you can, if you 
look on the website you can still purchase the jerseys um, just to let you know okay cool um, okay last up well not last up but uh, the next up on this episode on this period is the uh, announcement today of the Friendship 4 2020 official announcement um, the tournament returns to Belfast this coming year in November um, let me just grab the information uh, it happens this year on Friday the 27th and Saturday the 28th of November 2020 uh, as usual if you haven't been to a um a friendship four weekend you're missing out um i am saying that from a point of view that i have missed out this last two seasons sugar right now. I, I don't know what what it is i just i, I not not where were you last year this year i was well this past year was in, and it was in the states we were away for, right. we were in america and the year before i don't remember where i was but i wasn't here i don't know what happened that it, actually no i was here for the second day but i wasn't here yeah, for the first day. i usually miss the first day because of work and whatnot um, but uh, I know, yeah. yeah it's a great tournament but this year um the the Basically, the, the retirement will return that weekend um, for the basically compete for the prestigious Bellpot Trophy. Um, this will be uh, the first year for a number of universities um, one to take part and one returner. Um, so this year we have the Quinnipiac University, uh, Mercyhurst University, U.S. Army West Point and Sacred Heart University. Um, which one of you said earlier when you read that name? You were like, just remember Scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> It does, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're going to compete for this uh, for the trophy, and again, as usual, I think isn't it the first games are usually NCAA points up for yeah, as well the, for that the, too. It's uh, the best, in my opinion. It's probably the second best hockey weekend in in the UK. The playoff final being being the first, but I don't think it's far off being the best. Um, and I think it it it. I don't know. It just needs more people. Mm. I think it's the crowd that needs to get bigger to make it better. The hockey is ten times better in my opinion. Mm. Um, and they now the play the the teams really want to win. There's no messing around anymore. Like it's these guys want to the bragging rights um, to say they want it, um, and it really does. And there's now last season. I uh, think we mentioned it shortly after. There is uh, NHL scouts at the at the game at the the final. So. The, it really does mean something that final now, oh, yeah. um, which you know these guys could could make the could make the difference because we, they're they're wanting to prove you'll know, see the travel you know how that affects them. We will talk about it obviously in more detail next season when it comes up closer to the tournament. But you know this is this is a, a tournament where um, you will see future NHL players, future yep. dr- future draft players. Yep. Um, I mean you've you've seen that we we went through prior to this year's um, go back and find the episode from um, November. Um, where we talked about in depth about the quality and the numbers yep. of which NHL players this? came from what universities yeah. and how many of those universities yeah. have came here to play in Belfast. Yeah. And it's just phenomenal. And how many of the, the players have ended up even in just in the league as well? Exactly how many have returned here. You know, know. The Belfast Giants have really capitalized yeah, yeah. on the we fact had, that they've d- got that link. We had a netminder from Quinnipiac as well, wasn't it? Yeah. As well? um, he was allergic to the ice. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay, um, our last story um, of this episode of this period. Um, it's not really a story, but it's just a, we wanted to just before the end of the period just mention it and bring it to um, you know just obviously send our condolences and our thoughts. This past week, um, we heard the news of um, Jeremy Domish um, from Coventry Blaze fame, probably be most well known. Um, sadly, passed away um, at the what age is he? Seventy nine. So no, I should have worked this before. <laughs> Math. 41 this year would be, yeah, 41. Um, so 40, 41. So he passed away. Um, 
He spent his time in the Elite League both within the Newcastle Vipers, Sheffield Steelers, um, and then finally finished in the um, 2011 to 2013 with the Coventry Blaze. Uh, altogether in the Elite League, he played 186 games, uh, scored 13 goals, 73 assists, um, and quite a high percentage of penalties in minutes. Mm. But um, we just wanted to obviously just make sure, make our send our condolences to his family and friends. Yeah. Um, and just make note of that. Um, just that uh, obviously we were thinking about we're thinking about him and his fam, uh, thinking about his family and friends at this time. And it's always sad to hear of any player, um, no matter how much, how long they had here in the elite league, um, that they they're you know that it's always sad to hear when they pass away. So always part of the family. Yep, indeed. Okay, uh, last thing to talk about just before we move on to period two is our penalty box segment. So our penalty box segment is a little segment in each period where we talk about any suspensions, hits, or anything of major note that um, hasn't went um, unnoticed and has been uh, followed up. This is this uh, this week we had Dops ruling. Dops still Dops, exists, yeah, people. Yeah, I was Dops quite surprised. Still exists. Doing that. Um, on the twenty second, so uh, not last week, the weekend before. Um, the incident occurred in Cardiff on Saturday the 22nd involving Cardiff's number 11, Stephen Dixon, um, against Guildford Flames number 27, Ian Waters. Uh, Five-minute penalty was assessed at the at the game, um, checking from behind. Um, that has been reviewed and has been upgraded to a two-game suspension um, for Stephen Dixon's hit. Um, the video does show that the Guildford player was in the attacking zone and is in possession of the puck. Waters uh, is skating in close proximity to the boards um, in pursuit of the puck and uh, Stephen Dixon made, makes a choice at that point. He could have not done it, but he made a choice to deliver a body check on Waters, um, which resulted in Waters being direct, directed into the boards, um, which was seen as reckless and endangered manner. Um, two, two games, I think, seems fine. I thought it was a bit uh, lenient. Now, I don't know... Mm. I just, I think that the the Dops are taking the safer approach because we're near the end of the season, I suppose as well. But it it maybe just looked worse than it was. Um, but it to me looked it looked intentional. Um, there's a lot of like again, we go back to this every now and again when Dops do it. You know, we see it in slow motion and have a lot more time to think about it, and you know it's hard to tell, but. It's a blatant cross check, cross the numbers, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's about two foot away from the boards. Yeah, just boom, propels him head first into the boards. You yeah. know, that could be career ender. What you would you? Well, many, many <coughs> excuse me, sorry, how many games do you think? I think, I think that it, you, you maybe not probably talking not often, but more, but maybe between three and four. But yeah. um, I think he enough maybe, to make a bit of a message. Yeah. I think he maybe got away. I, this might be lenient. Two games might be lenient because I think he got away with the fact that um, there was no major injury caused, and yeah, because he Waters to play, was able it? to come back on and play, continue to play, they may have taken out of consideration that it wasn't as severe an injury. But you're right, Dave. I mean, there was um, you know checking from behind. First of all, it was reckless endangerment. He didn't have to do it. Yeah. He could have backed off. He could have turned it the wrong minute. He used his stick in a cross-checking yeah. manner. I mean, everything points to the fact that like it was dangerous and reckless and play. Yeah, the he had started the check. I know that this is perfectly legal, but he started the check before. Uh, the, retain, the the opposing player retain puck possession. It's not you know that's perfectly legitimate. You can take you know as long as they you know that they're going to have the puck when you finish your check. It's it's absolutely fine. But mm. it just looks a bit. Not that I'm an expert, far from it. But uh, you know we <laughs> no always like ever them to be. <laughs> yeah, we always like to give her two bit two bob. It's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Boring podcast if we didn't. Yeah, no, and we always have an opinion on something. I'm sure that uh, if wherever John is, he blatantly disagrees with everything we're saying. But um, it's generally the course of the, the way. No, I don't think he would disagree with that one. No, I <laughs> but yeah, an, an extra couple of games, mainly just to say, not in our league. 
Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, That was it for our penalty box segment. And that was the last um, bit we have for this period. So um, if we have nothing else, what we'll do is we'll round up period one and we'll get stuck into period two of hockey. Hello and uh, welcome to period two. This is where we'll talk about ice hockey from all around the world. Um, and for this one, because I don't have a, a topic in particular, I haven't been very well, so I haven't watched an awful lot of hockey. Um, but I have done a day in history, which we haven't done in a while. Unfortunately, this was for the 2nd of March, but it's close enough. Um, <laughs> ah, sure, it's only three days. Yeah, it's only three days. This week. This was um, recorded this in hockey. This was recorded on the 5th. <laughs> so the um, it was recording the fifth. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> this one here is a really good one, mainly just because I, when I seen it, I was like blown away. I couldn't quite get my head around it. Um, so George Hemsworth, who played for the uh, Montreal Canadiens, um, no, yes, yep, um, it recorded becomes the first NHL goaltender to record twenty shutouts in one season. One season, yeah. It was easier back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. And in, in, this is in 19... Where are we? 1929. Wow. Um, yeah, but so that's, that's before face, face masks. masks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> said it was easier back then. But stopped it with his face. I said easier, didn't I? Safer. <laughs> but goes on to end the season with 22. Wow. wow. 22 shoutouts in a season. What is their... What about set, uh, many games during a season of 70 something? Mm. I wonder it's what like modern th- day is. I was just actually. The, the, I haven't yet. Yeah, no, I didn't. Oh. Um, well, we've got to find that out for next week. You keep talking off our <laughs> I just I couldn't get over it. Um, and it's just one of those things. And that Back in that era, somebody posted that many shutouts. I think deserved a shout, uh, shout out. Um, oh, God. <laughs> um, because, you know, you know, I had never heard of him. No. no. And he was obviously a great. Um, and you know he could well maybe he wasn't but as far as I was well, he's got actually quite a few accolades that come up when you look him up but. with 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 a story like that to you he's a great yeah yeah 20 well, shutouts like 20 shutouts 22 um, I can only find I, I can only find out who ha- who holds the current record uh, right. in well, modern day NHL not for shutouts in one season there's only general longest shutout streak okay um, it was set by Brian Boucher and when he's a Boucher Boucher Boucher, I'm gonna say Boucher, Boucher. I'm gonna say Boucher, make it sound fancier. Give me Boucher, like it is here. But I'm gonna go to the Boucher. I'm gonna go to Boucher because it sounds fancier. Um, Brian Boucher, um, Philadelphia's uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Um, of course. So he, well, he played for Phoenix, Philadelphia, Calgary, Chicago, Columbus, San Jose, Carolina. So he's he's a bit of a hoe. He's been he's been around. Um, but yeah, he he's currently got a streak. I'm trying to find what the overall numbers. are are um let me just check and see if i can find that 13 seasons shutout streak of 332 to one in the course of this cool playing career i don't know what that means so if anyone can figure that out i don't know <laughs> i was about to say something really stupid there what's that i was like what a podcast do before there was google <laughs> <laughs> well, no podcasts. so it was called radio <laughs> radio so the guinness world record for shutouts in one season in the nhl is 15 wow so was the modern day modern day and who was that to say uh, no. tony tony s that guy. That guy. <laughs> Sound it out. It's Play for Bittos. the Chicago Blackhawks. Black 1969 uh, to 1970. Someone help pronounce that. Thank you. 
Uh, I know Who someone. Does? I know someone will. Yeah. Um, it's where John usually comes in and tells us how to pronounce things. Yeah. Esposito. Esposito. Like no, right. that's different. That's that's a Justin Bieber song called Desperacy. <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 apparently is it. But fifteenth. That's what's in the NHL um, in the modern day. Um, but twenty two. Modern to the point it was nineteen seventy. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> not nineteen thirty. You know. Um, there you go. So anyway, so we will move oh, swiftly on. Attack my dog! <laughs> the dog is attacking. <laughs> do, you, do, do you just want me to take one of John's? Um, Should I take both of them? Yes. Should take both. <laughs> you take John's. I'll take John's. Um, so what have we got here? There's me re- not reading. Before, Let's read but. the story that John. John yeah, let's have a read. Let's see what John wrote. Um, Okay, yes. Do you want me to start with mine then? Yes, you go yours while I read John's. You can do that. Okay, great. Um, Okay, if no one has seen this, then um, where have you been? Uh, But this past week, um, veteran player Johnny uh, Bochuk uh, received a nasty, had a a bit of a nasty incident on ice. Um, He was rushed off ice during his team's game against the Canadiens on Tuesday uh, after he took a blade uh, to the face. Um, Aturi Lekkonen if I can pronounce his name correctly uh, did stumble and fell to the ground on the ice but um, in doing so uh, his right leg pops up and accidentally catches Bochuk in the face um, did make serious contact with his face no damage to the eye thankfully uh, but he did receive 90 stitches um, so the plastic surgeon has been able to uh, sort that out for him um, if anybody hasn't seen the video it is a bit it's scary. Um, yeah. Now, thankfully, there's no, uh, at the stage, and hopefully there won't be, but there's no graphic images of it, thankfully. But even from the point of view that you see the skate striking in the face, you can tell straight away that there's something That's right serious. on the eye. It like is it's... bad. It's <laughs> yeah, shocking yeah. to watch. Um, any, the video, sorry. Any of those things always brings me back to uh, Peacock. Remember he got the skate to the face. Yes, his whole lip got busted open. Yeah, the whole thing. And it was completely but it, sliced. It, it done. It hit his face, and everybody thought it went like up to the eye, but it was just the whole just way up his lip. Yeah. But he done the big photo with <laughs> gouged open and all, and I was like, what? <laughs> so I know I was telling you guys about this earlier when we were talking about it. Um, but my favorite bit about this story, not the fact that he got hit in the face, because that's not good at all. But he tweeted um, a few days later. I'm um, saying thank you to everyone for the positive messages and thoughts. I, I'm extremely gla- grateful. Please know that the, they did not go unheeded. Luckily for the skate, only cut my eyelid. Sorry for the late response. <laughs> Facial recognition was no longer working. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again, my friends. I love that. I love the fact that he was uh, he, he took it. Thanks his, his, yeah. his, his uh, fans for the nice words, but also... Maybe we joke and banter with it. Yeah, best thing about it. It was pretty funny. I re- when I read that tweet, I just thought, "Oh my god, this is a person who's got a good sense of humor over it all." Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very funny. It was very good. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I've read the uh, John's piece, okay. so I can now talk about it. Okay. Um, and it's it's relatively straightforward. I had a sort of an idea what he was going to talk about. So he is going into the uh, international issues, the WIHF and the uh, Ice Hockey UK, uh, both. Um, taking actions against the sort of spread of the coronavirus. Um, I know that it's as close as, as you get with with hockey when you talk about a virus. But um, so the WIHF cancelled um, a series of tournaments for the under 18s, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the they've sort of they're, they're not putting anybody at risk. It's more of a 
um, precaution than anything. Um, in the same way as Ireland cancelled their game against Italy, um, yep. it's just more of a precaution. Um, and the but that's sorry, I know it's a bit of a precaution, but that's two very vastly skilled you know, yeah. from an Ireland Italy game rugby game massive yeah. scale to you know it's more it'll be more about the players um mainly because they're all under 18 um and the fact that they would all be getting together in one place and then all by dispersing back out it's probably I'm, more about the players than the no, fans I'm not, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with it I'm just saying that it's it's a it's great to see yeah that you've got like a not a, a smaller an event, but it's technically a, a, oh, yeah, it's a, be smaller, a smaller yeah. event like this, still taking the response, as well as the bigger events like... I think because yeah. it's under 18, I think they're looking at it in the sense of, you know, these guys are doing it, they're, you know, amateur, you know, what's mm-hmm. the, why would you take the risk, you know, so... Um, it makes sense to me, and then... But we haven't heard anything from... Yeah, the Elite League. No, I mean, I mean, this is this is gonna be an ongoing story. This is gonna be a story that's gonna obviously, you know, progress um, as is the next um, days and the next week or two will come. You know, as go is as especially here in the UK as we start to become get into grips of more and more cases yeah. coming up. Um, there almost one Queens today. Yeah, two, two cases. in two Northern Ireland. Um, as of last night, today, I think over over the last twenty four hours. But as as the numbers increase, we're going to see more and more happen. But yeah, we've we have asked the question to the official. We have officially asked the question to the Elite League, um, through the official channel, just to kind of find out what their take is on it in terms of yeah. you know what is their stance and what is the the, the what is the the actions oh, they're going to take. What's the you know, for things like the playoffs, which are due to come up in in April. I mean, we're we're now a month removed from the playoffs, um, and you know, a th- large scale, you know, could happen. So, you know, could be could be a hard, larger number behind this time, um, between now yeah. and next month. I know that the and the, so, that England has moved from what they call containment to defence. Yep. So they're now long. They're now seeing um, the spread of Corona. From British person to British person within the UK, and um, where the before it was from from international yeah. to, to the UK, so <laughs> that's uh, that's a massive change. Um, Northern Ireland were still on containment. Um, all the people who have been affected were affected outside of the borders. Oh, okay. So right, um, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something to be. It'll be. It will be something to be interesting to keep an eye on to see. You know, if the if the elite do make a decision, you know, closer to the time. That maybe playoffs aren't going to happen. Um, having so many, yeah, 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 having so many people together in one area, you know, um, and and also, you know, the players to a certain degree may decide as well that you know they don't want to take a risk either, you know, and and that could be an option. But again, we'll have to wait and see really what happens. But I mean, there there's this weekend um, that the uh, the 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 basically saying that for the first time this weekend that uh, players are going to fist bump this weekend rather than yeah. shaking hands at the end of the games they're going to fist bump and I think they're going to fist bump with gloves on I think probably yeah, 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 no. um, so it makes sense um, but if they're already taking precautions like that you know we'll, we'll obviously just have to wait and see and, and and we'll probably be reporting on this probably in the next episode as well um, we'll probably yeah. be talking more about um, you know any progression has been and if there's any changes made and I'm sure I'm sure that uh, if any if the Elite League do come back with any official statement or any official um, feedback on the question that we've asked we will share it obviously in our next episode yeah it's, it's going to be interesting but um, we are back to you Marty yeah back to me um, I forgot we're back to me uh, yep so I have one more story um, from this one uh, this is a story uh, well it's partly a story from a few weeks back part of an old story um, but it's 
led into a, a kind of a newer kind of piece that's happening at the moment. So this past week um, in the in the uh, NHL, the uh, it's always uh, it's always around this time of the year where the GMs meet for three days per, per uh, at this part of the season uh, to discuss. Uh, and come up with consensus consensus for um, rule changes and little things and bits and pieces that are going to happen potentially for the next season in the NHL. The NHL general managers um, are um, how were asked to have a consensus and an emergency discussion around goaltenders, um, specifically about how and when and what happens if you have an occasion where both goaltenders for your team can no, cannot ice for that team and you have to call on a go backup goaltender um to step in at the last minute and that's of course because of the story about the 42 year old Zamboni driver David Arez who was a emergency backup goaltender um, how'd that game go? <laughs> <laughs> you're funny he was a Zamboni driver he's a, he's a backup goalie yep and he got pulled onto the ice uh-huh. for a fully professional game yep so obviously the other team done very well well, they uh, did for like the end of that period. Toronto lost, but um, he's also <laughs> he's also some money driver for Toronto. I know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he trains with the Marty's. Yeah, he trains with Marty's. That's so funny. Um, so yeah, that's that's the ironic bit. Um, because it was like a, it was the money driver for the local t- for Toronto. So it was that's like class. so he got called up. Um, and he obviously yeah he was the stopped eight shots and became the first emergency goalie in NHL history credited with a victory. Yeah. Um, the oldest rookie. Oldest rookie. Uh, under NHL rules, under the current rules, uh, when teams two goal two goalies are hurt or otherwise incapacitated, um, the club shall be entitled to dress and play any available goalkeeper who is eligible. Uh, so for in, Caroline, in Caroline's case, that became Arias, who often gets the ice um, at least practices um, when the team needs an extra goalie. So <laughs> it's quite ironic that uh, yeah, his heart must have been. Pumping. <laughs> I can only imagine it must be. Um, obviously, this is a Zamboni driver uh, who obviously got the got to go on and, and play. So the discussion has been whether or not that's going to change. At the moment, the early indications from what's been said um, as part of that is that there is going to be unlikely to suggest any changes to that ruling and it's going to completely stay the same. What has been interesting is just on other parts from the meeting, the GM's meeting this past week, there's a few changes potentially coming in um, next season around... Uh, the offside rule. Um, I can't get my head around fully yet what has been decided because it's still on the cards and still chatting about it. But from early points of early pointing is that they're they're going to look, relook at the offside rule in terms of your skate position and whether or not it can it should still be called offside depending on which where your skate falls. Um, supposedly there's this talk about there's always been talk there the, the rule had always been. If one skate crosses the blue line, that's you cl- cl- that's you classified as offside and show where the the play is called. There is chat that now it's going to be that it, your second skate heel has to touch over the blue line before it gets called or something. Or there's something around that, that that's going to be, be changing like a few years back or something like that. I think so. I think it's going to be like almost like a real change back. I think it does. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So this is that, that's going to be that's one of the things going to be up there. But uh, the full the I think the the final GM meeting is today. If, yeah. if I'm if I'm correct, so I'm sure some stuff will come out in the next week or two. Um, They've been talking about been changing that offside rule for a few years they now because they, they had mentioned about what was it they were saying if you were um if you were allowed like one attacking player offside or something and then it would be or something weird like other. Um, I can t- I try and find that article and post it up. Um, but I can remember we talked about it before. Anyway, I think that's the last point for period two. Fairly quick and painless, uh, considering uh, I didn't have any topics. Um, so we will move swiftly on to period three. 
usually hits his key. That's what I, I did hit it for. already. I didn't see no hitting no key. Jeez, that's the smoothest start. <laughs> smooth, to smooth. It's it's almost like taking over when you took over Dave's from the last time. Don't so, mess it up. I was waiting for the key hit. So what do you what do you call this period then? I don't know. Period three. No. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. It's only named period. Like. <laughs> welcome to Naughty News. News. Hey Tonks. So uh, we have a number of stories here um, from everyone, apart from me. Um, yeah, and loads from John. Loads of John. Which so we're not going to talk about. We'll, we'll maybe talk about one, just to give the uh, Preds a shout out for that, because I quite like that one. But I think we're going to start off with uh, Marty's. Yep, um, I'll start. Uh, so the first one I have for this period is um, this past week um, in uh, junior, it was uh, Minor Hockey Association had to issue an apology. Uh, this is uh, British Columbia Minor Hockey Association. Uh, after an, a boy of eight years old won $200 worth of cannabis prizes. <laughs> what? Um, what was he? What was he? Sorry. He was eight. Eight years yep. old. Oh, man. Uh, ABC, ABC Minor Hockey Association had to apologize for including two cannabis prizes in a club tournament raffle over the weekend. At least one of which was claimed by an eight-year-old boy. Um, it was not their intention to upset. They're, they're, they put out a statement to say it was not our te- intention to upset any of the attendees at the event. And we apologize for anyone who was offended by the prizes. Uh, according to uh, the, the boy's granddad, uh, basically he was given, his grandson was given $10 or so to go off and buy a bunch of tickets uh, in the raffle. Um, and he won. Um, but unfortunately, yes, the basket did contain uh, a number of chocolate edibles, a um, couple of other cannabis-related products, including some oils um, and some tablets. And it also had a, uh, a pipe as well, um, which uh, is but, in the photograph. Yes. So this was a prize from uh-huh. the Minor Hockey Association. Yep. So, it's from the Minor Hockey Association. Mm-hmm. It was a prize at one of the... Right. Okay. But remember, in British Columbia, cannabis is legal. Yeah, but it's... Is it legal to minors? <laughs> no, but they should have thought about it. They should have had in their head, like, actually, if we're selling raffle tickets to kids... Yeah. Yeah. Here's so $200 yeah. worth of Lego. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're right. They should have probably thought kids aren't allowed to enter this po- this raffle. But yeah, yeah, we're done two, like two separate raffles and not all of them. But uh, yeah, so uh, they had to apologize, obviously. Know for your audience. <laughs> yeah, they had to apologize <laughs> well, for that. It sounds crazy. But even if it wasn't cannabis related, there's a lighter. I know. Like, give an eight year old a lighter. <laughs> it's, See, here's um, a pen knife. Go nuts. It's also, <laughs> it's also a, a lighter that is recharged using USB. It's a pretty nifty lighter. Pretty nifty. But why would you need to recharge it for USB? Does it have Bluetooth though? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, that's a good question. It's a good question. Tell you whenever it's not charged. <laughs> oh, we're at the end of the story. <laughs> yep. It's almost smooth. like you're doing period two. Jeez, <laughs> smooth. It's right, like, I'm going to talk about the highly uh, professionalism. That get, the cues, get the cues. Get the cues. I was waiting for the keyboard press again. I don't uh, press. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about one of John's stories. Um, and actually, I think this is a good one. Um, and it's about the predator. So it's, it's John got. The Preds mentioned at least once in the podcast. Yeah, in a good so way. Instead of getting beat by uh, wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't actually going to talk about this story about them being nice. It was going to talk about the wild. Oh, okay. Wild yeah, them. okay yeah, how yeah. did that game go? How, how, how much did they get beat by by the wild? It was a significant result. I can't even remember. The, the was, it was quite high. But anyway. Seven something? No, I think it was too high. Even though they got beat by the wild, um, the Predators, as an organisation, are always... Because I can remember quite a few stories, John, talking about the Preds going out to the, organi- uh, to, to the fan base and helping them out. So... Over the last week or so, uh, there's been a couple of tornadoes um, hit Nashville, 
um, on Monday night there, causing a couple of uh, severe damage to homes and buildings, leaving a th over thousands without power. Um, so pretty much they opened their doors and let people... Was it, yeah, so at 11am they opened the doors and let people come in to have to have somewhere safe yep. um, to stay. And they had lunch, they had a, a pizza out for everyone. I think that's amazing. I like it, And the, the, the tweet that went out... Dear Smashville fam, it's all about the family, keeping it, um, keeping it well. So it's not just, hey, we're not a hockey organisation. We're out there for the actual uh, city itself and we're going to look after them. That's that's great. No, that's pretty cool. I always like it whenever you get stories like this that, um, where teams um, get involved within this local community you yeah. mentioned. You know, you said that yourself that, you know, we've, we've talked about it before. You've had teams going out and helping rebuild. Sheffield done the Sheffield done one recently. The one. Sheffield the flooding. The yeah. flooding. Yeah. They went out oh, and yes. helped clear up some of the floods and stuff. That was lo like a local one, obviously. But it's always great whenever, the, the you know, the team's getting better within that community yeah. and they're trying to help and give back to the community in whatever way they can. Um, yeah. No, it's great. Um, great. Well done to, to Nashville uh, on that. Okay, I think we've got two more stories here. We're going to drop one uh, one that John put in there about the Flyers, but it was it was random. It was random, yeah. It was <laughs> the link will probably be on the website. Yeah, I can't Someone figure can that out. It was, it was <laughs> well too, done! You're an uncle! <laughs> it was too mine. Ben was like, I don't really understand why you had to get a video for being an uncle. Anywho. So, uh, Barney, you have another story. I have. Do I have the last... No. no, you didn't. Okay, I'll do. Yep, it's like we planned this. Yeah, my next story. Um, Highly professional podcast. It's, it's great. Yeah, watch out for the keyboard hit. <coughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> keyboard hit. That's clearly the name of this episode. <laughs> keyboard hit. Um, so my story is actually an interesting one, um, which could see uh, a number of changes if it ever became uh, brought in um, to the NHL. It isn't to this point, and I should put out from the start that it's not um, going to be. It's not brought in by NHL yet, but. Uh, early developments or new developments in concussion tests for hockey oh, players yeah. um, are currently being um, tested in Montreal. So a Montreal doctor um, has been looking at different ways uh, for um, instant concussion um, protocols to be basically tested at the side of the ice, which would help to uh, diagnose any head trauma anywhere from National Hockey League right down to kids youth hockey. So again, has massive um, use, massive scope. Um, hockey players, basically hockey players, <laughs> hockey players. Um, so there's a, what they do is they do a balance test. Um, it's called a balance test to kind of, con to basically distinguish whether or not a person has a concussion. Um, and the play in the case of this, when a hockey player hits his head, they don't get a balance test because it takes too long for a player um, and the player doesn't want to do it. It's pretty much oh, the other wow. thing. And they obviously have an, uh, an option. Um, so this Dr. Scott Delaney um, works in the local ER in Royal Victoria um, in Montreal General Hospitals. Um, and he's been working with a number of different um, physicians and a couple of different other... The Cirque du Soleil is one of the other places that people are working with. Um, and Gill University, um, as well as a number of local soccer teams and football teams in the local area. What they're trying to do is they're trying to uh, remove the player's decision-making process so that they have no... Yeah. They can't deny... Um, their symptoms and players can't just lie because at the moment yeah. a player is asking a player to be like no no I'm good coach let me go back on yeah, yeah, so yeah, they yeah. take it out of their hands by doing a quick test that can be done at the side of the um, the ice rink so what we know about balance tests is that it, it picks up um, abnormalities in the first three to five days after a concussion um, but you can basically this test will allow them to speed things up and can see if there's something happening the idea of it basically would be that the player would um, 
be at the side of the arena, each arena will ha- would have rubber mats because they're already in the, most of the arenas anyway. The test would involve the player then standing with a skate on each side of a straight white line and their tape will then, their, um, a side of a white, a white tape on the thing and then what they'll do then is they will use their stick um, on the guide on the white line. The player then will close their eyes, um, his or her eyes, we should keep it gender neutral, um, and they will do three different stances from a standpoint to one foot downward and then a heel turn in the air. So there's three different ways um, it's done. There is a video on how it looks and which way it would work. Um, and basically, if they do the right shapes in the right ways, then there's no sign of concussion. But the the basically through all of the, the research and the things that they've done they've shown that someone with re- with concussion will not be able to perform all three of those tasks therefore if they don't complete one of the tasks they know that there's a high la- okay. there's a higher chance that the player is concussed uh, yeah. now they're not saying it's 100% accurate yeah. but what they're saying is <clears throat> through the chance. research yep yeah, through the research so far what they've seen that no person has been able to complete the three movements because of the concussion so there's a high chance that the person has suffered a concussion if they can't do this this full thing what's really interesting is it's really simple really straightforward and obviously there's still a bit of work to be done within the research part but i guess what 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 we're saying here is that if this um is found to be a really good source of detect detecting a concussion at an early point you know, would the NHL, would youth hockey, would those kind of places maybe start looking at maybe bringing those into... There'd be pressure. Yeah, they have to. I like think there would be. There would be pressure. I think there would be. I know that we've always had these conversations about likes of goal line technology and stuff like that, but that's just about... Yeah. This they, is about health. Because they brought... So the, there, would be a, there would be a massive amount of pressure. Yeah, they brought in the concussion checks, with the verbal concussion checks already, um, where they, you know, they're asked like... Who's the president and stuff like that? They ask, and everybody has like five questions that they should know themselves. That always reminds me of the Snickers advert. Yeah, do you remember the Snickers advert when it's it's you a fo- yourself? It's a football player. Oh yeah, it, it's ancient. It's a football player gets concussed. Ah uh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what date is it? Tells them the date. Where are you? I'm in New York. And who are you? I'm Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Um, so the idea would be then um, if they brought this in so basically what what I suppose what they're looking to do is they want the NHL's buy-in now or yeah. at least a, 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 a slightly higher league than what they're currently using because I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to have more cases yes. that they can test it on so yeah. they have more significant data that will show actually what we find on this level is actually the same on yeah. a higher level with like you know mm, more high tra- high you know high trained athletes compared to junior recce leagues and stuff which is yeah, what they're yeah. currently using so it'd be interesting to see because anything is positive, positive step and it'd be good to see if it would happen because uh, you had so many players end up uh, ending their careers through concussions on real yeah. yeah did it say how long the test took um, no t- you were saying about how five minutes yeah okay five so like, minutes oh so they could yeah they could be like the when in rugby, when there's concussion checks that get taken off for yeah. a, a period of time, so yeah. that'd be work. work because at the moment, what would happen is if a player was concussed with a suspect of a concussion, that they can turn down and say, no, I'm fine, or whatever it is. Um, and the only way to do, to do it is if you send them off to a medical yeah. facility or a medic to get the proper checks done. But yeah. this test will allow them to do it on there. So they could always, if a player takes a hit quite badly, that, yeah, they might go back on for whatever it is, but if it's coming up towards a period break or even a, a TV period, timeout, yeah. they could still do it within that space, yeah, of time, space of time and there's still enough time for them to do it in a really short period of time and they don't have to take off their kit. They can keep yeah. their skates on. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that way they can... It's all about easy access yeah. and short time to get them to and do that's it. that's it. Yep. If it was anything longer or if they that's amazing. down. Yeah, no, completely. That's a great, great step forward. Okay, I think we're on to our last story of uh, period three and I'll kept this one to laugh because I quite like it. And it's from Dave. 
look at that me putting in a good good, good wee I like topic. this one so um, this randomly came up in my YouTube watching that I do um, uh, and it I don't know where it came from I don't know who sent it to me or I don't know why it's in my history but it is a um, basically a run through of the official logos from each of the teams in the NHL Yep. And it goes back for most of them. It goes back to you know prior the prior NHL, um, and it's it's great because you get to see like the progression of a logo, um, and you know how much changed and how much the era has an impact and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously more interesting for other people apparently than me and um, Aaron because our logos didn't change. Uh, <laughs> you just did this to take the piss. <laughs> Can I say that word? <laughs> um, and so I put up, uh, we'll obviously put the full video up uh, as well for people to view, but I put up a link to the review of all the logos of our four teams. So the Minnesota Wild, there's changed in inverted commas because their official logo when they first started had Minnesota Wild written over the top. It's not gone, um, and it never was really used on a jersey with the name, other than whenever the the uh, are doing like promotional ones, and then the um, Philadelphia Flyers changed the tone of orange. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm sitting here staring at it, going like closing one eye and opening the other. Yep, yeah. It's the tone of orange has changed ever so slightly. Yeah. Apparently, the Nashville Predator used to be a transformer. Um, yeah, it does look like a Which I didn't know, and then now it's got uh, yellow in it. So fair enough. I think it's say gold. Yeah, gold. gold. Yeah, it is the yellow. And then the Toronto Maple Leafs one, have two, just went mental. <laughs> yeah. 12, 13, 14, 15. I but, will say what I said the last time. We've been around longer. Oh, I uh, tightly okay. agree. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> um, we, uh, we were talking about this actually earlier on because we looked at a bit of the video earlier on, Dave, yeah. um, Dave on, our, on, our, on our exciting bus journey um, from Belfast City Centre to here. Um, and we looked at the Canadian, the, the Montreal Canadiens one, and uh, really there just seemed to be like a change pretty much every other year to make the, yeah, the, the outline slightly bolder, maybe slightly smaller, close yeah. the circle, open the circle. That was, yeah, it was a bit interesting. The, the Toronto one is definitely the one that's had the most changes because they seem to have always been in Toronto, but changed names depending on their, their affiliations mm. and things. Um, but the I love the progression of the Maple Leaf. Yeah, you can. I was actually looking at that. There's like a clear. Um, you can see it, sign of the times. You yep. know, you can see where you know, and then the uh, late in the late twenties, early thirties, it's like proper big, you know, actual leaf, and then yep. this progression to more stylized, then down to the yeah, then to like the the nineties, um, where it's like, um, like a um abstract leaf you know it's um just the basic outline and then now um back to that more traditional um logo um from the sort of 60s back to the one that was from 1939 to 1963 um which i think is absolutely gorgeous um and then this idea of it being this lighter blue and now into a darker blue Mm -hmm. um and it's that what looks better in print i think you know, mm. uh, through the times, the darker obviously looks better and looks better on a jersey and things like that there. And I think it's lovely. You don't get that with obviously the Minnesota Wild and the, the Toronto, uh, Minnesota Wild and the National Preds only being knocking around for a few years. Um, mm. You know, you don't get that progression. But the thing that blew my mind was the the Philly, you know, from uh, late 60s, the whole way through, the logo has not changed. No, no, no. Um, the, the tone of the, the orange, the it's, tone of the it's orange. really gone to a really, compared to the old orange there, it's yeah. really vibrant. Um, I, I, I won't lie, whenever the whenever the Leafs brought back the, in 2016, they, they brought back the, uh, the 
a variation, shall we say, of the 1964 logo. Um but I still think I prefer the 1964 logo with the it's same design. It's pretty much the same design, yeah. except it's got more more of like a an outline around it, and, and it's yeah. slightly bright, it's slightly lighter blue. But yeah, we've we turned into like a darker royal blue now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I agree, and I didn't really. I wasn't a massive fan of that 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 simplistic lighter blue. Um. 1971. Did one. you have a check at any other teams? Was there any more any teams with more changes? <laughs> we. Couldn't no. started looking through the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal Canadiens and it, only, it only went up to like 1960 something, and it didn't go any further than that. I was like, where, where's well, because it's it changed d- since then. It does, and they ended up with oh, one, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So how many was the? It must be close. Oh, it was fifteen, sixteen. I think was it fifteen, 15. Or sixteen? Yeah. So they're pretty close. But the difference with that is that their logo really hasn't changed since like 1918, and they've just been like. That's Marty said. Opening the circle, closing the circle, putting the dark ring around the circle. You know, around the sea, and you know, it's... you could kind of argue that with the maple leaf, though. Mm, just you know, changing it's, shades, it's changing, like the the last five changes, apart from fair enough, the, the latest one were just shading. Yeah, yeah. Blue, well, slight, small the, the seventy the seventy one to eighty seven and eighty eight two thousand sixteen <laughs> is literally a change of blue. Yeah, but this is from nineteen eighteen. Yeah. Whenever they've settled on their logo, so <laughs> yeah. um, whenever you're talking proper, well, like, when you've got teams, a logo that you like, you stick to stick it. to it. Yeah. Yep. You just That's might it. change the color of orange. It. Yeah, it would be a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's just color orange. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was a nifty wee one, and it's a good wee video. Check out your team and see what you think. Um, I know that there's some of them that have changed drastically, and some that haven't. And then it also tracks things like whenever. Um, because they do Dallas Stars, which was formerly the North Stars, so it shows you the North Stars logo and then transferring across, and then the. Um, New Jersey Devils shows you them as the Colorado Rockies mm-hmm. um, and then them transferring over to New Jersey so you see like the history of the franchise which I think is really really nice just back to the the Preds one um, the Transformer the Transformer one is that the one that is the one that's on it's John's pretty, jersey that the like, blue one? and grey one no no not the Pretty Adders one no <laughs> the other one he's got like a silver oh yes, yes jersey that's it. that yeah, look yeah, with yeah. it's on that silver jersey I think so yeah mm, it looks familiar um, but it like that's 99 to 2011 they had that yeah, and I, I really can't remember it being I, that. I prefer the newer one the newer one's I a lot prefer the newer one the I, like the, nice. I like the yellow even with the gold yeah. the yellow yellow uh, yellow yellow but oh. yeah it's a lot more in your face or something I guess yeah. Pleasure, but yeah cleaner right I think that brings us to the end of period three yep that brings us to the end of period three and we will move on to our uh, next segment which is obviously this has got me confused because John usually does this himself but this is our star segment uh, so each week um, our star segment we get to choose a well something of note that we want to put forward as our star for that week uh, be that a player a game a team a member of the bar staff like John put on last week um, and we also open it up to uh, you guys our listeners to put through your suggestions as well for your um, star segment and your star of the week uh, last episode we had three s- selections with three stars in last week's episode um, myself with um, Elgin Elgin Pierce for the Belfast Giants Dave you put forward Kevin Fiala and John put through the McCool's bar manager. Because John's, Cause, you know... I think he's given up. I think John's given up. I think John's just doing it on purpose now. McCool's? To not get anyone. McCool's bar manager, yeah. Yeah, because he couldn't uh, turn the TV on. 
and and oh, sorry, he wanted to he had the golf on. He wanted to have the ice hockey on. And it took him forever to change it. And the bar manager worked out. And then the bar manager Hooray. came and figured it out and got the TV on for him. McCool's. Yeah, McCool's. Yeah, McCool's. Okay. We were watching the hockey. Watching hockey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Wonder why the golf was on and McCool's because they <laughs> couldn't get it turned off. <laughs> with eleven percent of last week's vote, it was John. Uh, in second place with seventeen percent of the vote, it's Dave. I have to be Seventeen percent for an NHL. That's not bad. Yep. And in first place. Uh, and still top of the uh, championship champion of the world is myself with seventy two percent of last week's vote. Two or three the head now. Or? Yeah, I don't know the, f- the, the 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 full numbers of where I stand oh, in no. terms of that because uh, let's be honest, John keeps record of that for us, yeah. and uh, he's. Was it really easy for him to remember? Because doesn't remember his own. Yeah, John's yeah. still on zero, <laughs> isn't he? He's yeah. still on zero. You yeah. have two. I think I have two. I think I have five or six now. Yeah, I think, yeah. And I can't remember the exact number. Can't fans, remember. I think, I have two as well. Fans have three, I three, think. Three, do they? Because at one point we were us. both on three, so yeah, fans are used. So this week, um, our star segment does return. Uh, John is not here. By the way, so, I wasn't yes. going to have one because I've been sick, so I'm just going to take John's. That's I knew fine. you were going to do that. I was like, <laughs> look at that, it's amazing. And if you didn't do it, I was going to change mine to this because it's amazing. And that's completely fine. Uh, because John is not here, he did put through one, but he doesn't get um, a star this week because he doesn't turn up. And that's, that's the rules. our rule. Yep. So, uh, this John, is going to be the... W- this week, everyone has to vote for David. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, I completely agree. Yeah, David. 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 Please tell us. <laughs> David. Please tell us your, your star. Um, so my week. star is uh, Benny from the, um, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, who happens to be a golden retriever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing this golden retriever can skate better than I can which is amazing um, he has learned <gasps> to skate jumps. and jumps yeah learned to skate for you know he, he's with his front paws um, using his back paws <laughs> to control his movement alright but he, <laughs> he as in case people thought I was trying to say this guy could skate with all four paws but he can jump and then gets a stick yep. such a good boy Yep. Yeah, I agree. I know who I'm and pretty for. much anything with dogs in it, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty and, happy. And to be fair, like I have a golden Labrador, he can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he struggles with like not running the glass. <laughs> and my dog is not a golden retriever, but she's dumb. Yeah. Well, no, that's take that's that's harsh. It's a bit harsh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's a bit dumb. Um, Aaron, I don't see anything on our running order, but right, I believe you have one. Was, yes, um, we've already talked about him earlier, and it was Boychuk. Boychuk. Uh, because not, you know, I'm not gonna. It's not like a oh look at you, per you, you gotta skate to the eye. It's because of how he reacted yeah. with the fans and and joked about it that uh, his facial recognition wouldn't work on his phone, and uh, he was thanking his fans. I think that's that's top work. Well done, buddy. Great. Uh, the I have chosen for this week um, as my star as David Ayres. We talked about it earlier on. He is the Samboni driver. Oh, that's. I know, um, he is my choice um, because, well, you know... No, I'm, not, I'm not saying, oh dear, you, you've voted for him. I'm saying that's a that's I a know. very good one as well. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. As in well, yeah, the dog well. or the Zamboni driver? I just want the dog to win now, beat, but anyway. Who, who, who beat Toronto? Yeah, so, yeah, he did He did, uh, He did. did beat Toronto on that night, but that's well deserved. Uh, yeah. Coming on the way he did and uh, he helping him win that game, shutting in the third period. So that's my choice for it. Star Ooh, for it. Yeah, episode. Two, uh, three goals and four shots in the end of the second period. We <laughs> had um, two, or I think we had um, three fan 
submissions today, um, but we're going to give it to the first submission that came in, and that was from Beth Nelson, who is Beth.Nelson91 on Instagram. Um, she has put forward for her star for this month as Liam Morgan. Um, don't have any details on specifically why. <laughs> he has been great. He has been great. Um, uh, I think he's actually been really good all season. He's been a quiet for the last few yes, weeks, but the last few games he's really taken off. He had a great game against the first first match against Guildford. Yep. I, I wasn't there, I was sick. But uh, watching the updates and the highlights, I think he done really well. Yeah, even even that even that game, um, even the final game there um, on, on the Saturday game, it was. It, I thought he played really. He had a really good game. Um, you could tell he's really trying to. I think he himself is maybe trying to, yeah. maybe a bit disappointed with his game this season. But, but he's trying his yeah. hardest these last few games. My uh, the people keep talking about it. Um, a lot of people forget he's done really well for the Jets. People forget he's his first season pro. You know, yep. this is the first time he's went from uh, you know the college to, to proper proper pro. Yes, and I think he's a lot lot better than this league. Um, and I think it's just the difference, the step up. I wouldn't say it's a step up in quality. It's just a different mentality. Um, I think that you have to bring bring with it, yeah. um, especially in the elite league. Um, that whole idea, you know, it's uh, every single night a playoff night. Um, and it can be hard. You see a lot of players that come into the league that are like massive, um, big uh, resumes that just don't quite cut it because it's a different way to think of, um, think about it. Um, and I think he's done really well. I would say um, if he does another year with the Giants, you could see um, a massive improvement, you know, yeah. big, big numbers. Um, yeah, so that's the four choices for, or yep, the four choices for this week. Uh, myself with David um, Ayres, Dave, you chose the Benny, Benny the Golden Labrador. Um, Aaron, you've chosen Boychuk for his Twitter game and Beth has chosen Liam Morgan. Uh, We will hopefully remember this time to put it up on our Twitter um, with enough time. Did Uh, we not? Someone didn't. Someone put it up yesterday yesterday or the day before because he forgot (laughs) to put it up. Um, So we'll try to do it with a bit more... um, I was hoping that we wouldn't realise and he put it up the, like an hour before yeah. <laughs> and, and he for himself yeah. <laughs> um, so we will get that up um, before our next uh, episode and we will you can get your voting on that and tell us um, what you think out of those four choices um, we're coming towards the end of the season so it's quite exciting mm. um, okay um, moving on our next part is we do have well before we move on to um, the, our last segment <laughs> we have like, oh my god yeah, we have our I'm overtime segment, which is uh, just a quick segment of any other stories or news or any questions that come in from Twitter, which we have got. We've got oh, okay. Um, <laughs> we're looking at these we were really worried. <laughs> here going, he's, he's it, was, it was a late, it was a late entry and a late question that was came in. Oh yes, I've seen this. It's, I think it's okay to have a chat about it between yeah. me and you. Yes, definitely. Um, might as well take the chance. Why we he's may not as here. well. Um, Unfortunately, John's not here to put his two cents in on this question, but we'll put it forward anyway. Um, so Mark has asked the question of... Um, frequent listener Mark. Frequent listener Mark yeah. um, has asked, uh, <laughs> could you give us a review of a relatively, so far, successful debut season for two particular podcasters in a fantasy hockey league? Um, <laughs> Love it. Hi, have you found great, it? Have you, Love the tweet. Have you found it slash enjoyed it? And how much did John throw his toys out of the pram after a poor start? Absolutely amazing tweet. <laughs> yeah, um... John will tell you that he. Um, yeah, John, well, John was bad out of the gate. It all started off quite badly for John, and he'll he'll argue differently. But this is my take. take on my take on it yeah. is that 
he ended up not being here for whenever the draft was happening for the hockey league and so he set his draft picks as automatic draft picks now he will tell you that he intentionally put in certain players into that draft pick he still got Devin Dupnik on his team and I'm a wild player and I wouldn't have Devin Dupnik on my team given certain names I'm just like there's no way you put and, that and person's name in there do you know the there. best thing was he had, at one stage he had Devin Dupnik and Alex Stalock both in the wild and then he decided to trade Alex Stalock and he has been fantastic the rest of the season bad choice um, but uh, to be fair I wouldn't have had to the, either of them you know I, at the one stage I think I would have just been both of them and went for a forward or something you know? um, so D- Dave um, for me <laughs> <laughs> you would have got a win I suppose yeah. um, so Dave for me and you it's been slightly more successful maybe yeah. more for you at this time at, at well, this point we're, we're, season yeah I had a bit, a bit of a rocky start as well and then um, came to about the same scoring now so it's been good. I have really enjoyed it. I, uh, I haven't done the fantasy league probably since school when we've done the old Premier League ones, you know, for football. Um, but this one I've thoroughly enjoyed. A lot more. I like how you clarified that, by the way. That Premier League, which is, which is football, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have <laughs> listeners that are not from the UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's been a. It, it, it's easy to draft. The draft took a lot more thinking than I thought it would do. Um, I've been fairly rigid with the team i haven't made an awful lot of changes a few uh bins for for like long-term injuries and things but like things like i had uh i have still um um a guy on injured reserve but you know you haven't been it's a whole night i don't i think yeah. it's just a matter of riding it out and you know, seeing what happens i've been thoroughly enjoying it i'm the same i've enjoyed this first season of it now it's been a lot to learn and i think going into next season if i do it again yeah i'll, will do I'll know a lot more there's still a few bits and pieces i don't fully understand which hopefully mark you can explain to me and i'll, I'll have a chat with you about it whenever um we're having a drink next time in in, in mccool's in the, at the at a game um there's a couple of little bits and pieces like i don't fully understand the the trade part with other teams and other players yeah. um I, I don't really understand what that is and then you get an email to, or you get a message to say is this okay is this okay and you're like what happens no. if i say no does that mean you can't trade with that person it doesn't make sense so i am intrigued to learn a bit more about how that works i'm the same as you i've been quite rigid with my team and yeah. that i didn't really make too much change i made a few changes towards the start, at our start of the season where i swapped out a couple right. of players who weren't performing very well and i'm not putting in any excuses i was doing really well and I, I felt like i was doing really well at the start of the season up until maybe just mid-january there and i'm not gonna lie and i and i'm not making any excuses but i kind of forgot you can take your eye off the ball a little bit like, like, there's, oh yeah for, th- <laughs> for three weeks i kind of forgot about it and then i went and you met it was only that i'd seen you at one of the games because it had been a three-week show where i had me at the games and then i seen you and you were like how's it go uh fantasy thing i was like i forgot to set my lines for the last three weeks <laughs> so i hadn't done it it, it can so be, i lost out points it does you can't sink an awful lot of time into it like the, there's there was a couple of weeks there where you the first thing i did when my phone was check it which is a, a better than checking something like facebook and twitter and all yeah, that just yeah. you know you were going on seeing how they did i think it would be so much better if you were in the right time zone yeah because you could you know watch the games get invested in the games watch your players where i'm not going to watch um a flipping avalanche game yeah for loving her money in the middle of the night it's funny you know, there's because a, there's a flyers uh wild game coming up on a sunday at 5 5 p.m we should be a good game i think should, should get that Let's try that um it's funny you mentioned that because whenever i was at the rangers 
um, Vegas game. I was on. I was live time. Like it was there, and as the player, I have I have like two or three Vegas players. I have two yeah, play, yeah. two, Vegas two Vegas players on my team, and I was like the whole time I was like, God, oh, he has to score. And right now, uh, Piscotti, who you were talking about, you me- you messaged about their um in our WhatsApp group. He is on my team. I've got him in my fantasy fantasy hockey team, and on that night, he got three points on that one night. Yeah. And again, I was I was all like, yes, <laughs> he's the one that protected the guy's yeah, head. That's him. Yeah, that was worth a shout out. Yeah, fair. no, yeah, totally. The um, I so I'm having a quick look. I so most of my guys are playing. I think at this, if I was doing it again, I would be a little bit more diverse. I think I have too many players in the same conference, div- conferences, divisions. And divisions, and things. I think I would spread it out a wee bit more. Yeah. Maybe look for more heads. To be, and, first season, to be so fair, fair, when I start, when I started, when I picked it, when I picked my team to start, I kind of thought I had a really good like. Um, selection so, of players that were playing on like opposite nights and yeah, whatever it is but as soon as you get into the season the season starts you've pretty much got them all pretty much playing really yeah, much in the same yeah, nights yeah, and stuff yeah. and it's so who, who's leading it then is Mark doing well is... I, I'm me and Marty are one point ahead of Mark really we're both 21 points yeah um, Dave I think at the moment the way it would sit um, is Dave I think is currently sitting in the playoffs I have a playoff spot at the moment because um, it there's does only, go into playoffs there's only um, so one division is an awful lot uh, tougher than the other um, and yeah. uh, Marty's in the tougher one I'm in a really tough division um, basically the John's in the easy one basically everyone beats John Okay. <laughs> um, to put it in perspective, I mean, in my in in my division, um, I'm part of uh, the Reggie Dunlop division, um, and in my division, I'm sitting seventh in my division out of ten. Out of one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Oh, sorry, I'm sitting fifth out of seven teams in my division. Um, seventh overall, just just one spot out of um, yeah. and. Basically, the top person in my division uh, is sitting with 31 points, and I'm sitting on 21 points. These guys are all Giants fans. Majority of them probably would be. I, think a bit of a mix. I don't know. It's probably mixed, but yeah, majority of them are looking at it. I think, yeah, there's like a couple of them who probably are, are Giants fans, definitely. Um, and then on Dave's division, in Dave's division, he's sitting second in his division, but the person top of his division is sitting with 22 points compared one to point the ahead of me. So again, I'm one point below that person in top, yeah, the, you know, yeah. so if I was in a different division, I'd be doing a lot better, but uh, yeah, it's just the way it fell. Can and we just, John, and John's just giving away. John's, do you want to say John, how many points John's got? John's got five points. How many points have you got? You've got I've, 20. I've got 21. Got 21. So he's the, he's the, uh, he's, he's got, not last. He's got the second lowest. Yeah, he's got the he's second not last. He's not, is he not last? No, he's not last. He's got second lowest. Um, but he's only what, one, two wins? Yep. Two wins. Well, sure. If I, maybe I join next year. Um, beat him too. It, it, the, no, he'll be third last. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Dave, Dave, Mark, and John all fell into the same division, and then I got ended. Yeah, I was pushed into another division. Random, like so. It's, it's an inter- it's been interesting, and yeah, I think I probably maybe do it again next year. I oh, really enjoyed it. I probably will do. Okay, um, that's all, all the questions we had. So um, with that, we will move swiftly on to our final segment of the episode. Um, and as, as we've mentioned before, it has fast became our favourite segment of the uh, episode. So no pressure. No pressure. But Aaron, over to you. Yeah, so as always, it's the end of the podcast, and uh, we try to give it a little bit more educational. Um, I'm, I mentioned earlier, I've got a two-year-old son, so every night you're you're reading him a story, 
and one of the, his favourite books was The ABCs of Hockey. Unfortunately, it's actually no longer the ABC. Of, like, it's, it's, it's been uh, the ABCs of Marvel for the last couple of weeks. Which is a great replacement. I'm not going to lie. You know, I would... I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get him back, but the Marvel book's just a lot more colourful <laughs> than he loves it. But anyway, the ABCs of Hockey. And funny enough, the letter is the letter H this week. So what do you think when it comes to ice hockey... The letter H stands for. See, I said this earlier on, and you said it's not. I said hockey clearly because it's hockey. H is for hockey, but clearly not. Hit. It's not hockey. It's not hit. Helmet. It's not helmet. If John was here, he will be kicking himself this week again for not being here. What H would John be love to talk about? Because he always talks about it. Hockey Hall of Fame. Hockey Hall of Fame. Oh, right. John was at John was at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what I, what I was actually really hoping would I be? I just go. It's the Hockey Hall of Fame, and then John would talk for half an hour. <laughs> I, I have no questions or topics. Yeah, for I have nothing about it. It's in Toronto. <laughs> I, I actually, technically, that was my uh, my my uh, wedding gift. To John and Catherine was uh, tickets to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Did you? So that's why they ended up going. Yeah, oh. um, that was that was my that was well apart from doing photographs for their wedding, but uh, yeah. my main present for them was uh, yeah the Hockey Hall of Fame t- Hockey Hall of Fame tickets. Yeah, so it is for the Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, it started uh, established in 1943 under James T. Sutherland. Um, yep, all moved in the trial. It did. It, it took. It moved away. It withdrew its support in uh, nineteen fifty eight from the international hockey of internationally. <laughs> I can talk. Uh, international hockey of um hockey hall of fame. <laughs> oh my words word. are difficult. Words, words are difficult. Words. Um, but yeah, so um, in nineteen ninety three, it's moved into its new location in downtown Toronto. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. And it's it's apparently it's exciting to go to. John's been there. It's the building. Is there the, any weird or wonderful things in it? The building was oh, a. It's got loads of the, stuff. The building was a former bank. Nice. So it was. <laughs> wow. That they bought Sorry. over. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, no. But what I'm trying to get at is what a perfect place to oh, store. It's probably got a vault still underneath. Yeah. It's probably still got like a, a vault for them to store like the original Stanley Cup. I wonder if they there. have the. They know, have the original with the, the, the wrong names and everything on it. <clears throat> Do they store it in that vault? You know. You know, like the the World Hockey Association one. If they have their trophy, that'd be class. I'd love to go. Like I'm, I'm joking here, saying you know, I'm sure there's lots of stuff, but I actually really would like to go. Yeah, there's gestures <laughs> in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and then there's so. there's a puck is there's pucks there as well, um, for most of the teams. Uh, I think although I think they they change out and move around the pucks oh, and stuff. I think they, they it depends when you go, um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, yeah, they uh, I thought I thought um, what was it? They were saying something like, is it something like fifty five percent of it then? 55% of the stuff that they have in the Hockey Hall of Fame, so things like the pucks, the jerseys and everything else are on like a rotational thing, so they'll change it out. Oh. So they'll 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 change out 55% of the stuff and then they'll bring in another thing and then they'll, they'll keep rotating it throughout the year. Oh, very so good. that although So you might go now and there'll be teams, like stuff there from the Belfast Giants and then you might go the next time and there's no Belfast Giants jersey there because maybe they've replaced it with another elite league ice hockey team. You know, so yeah, they'll yeah. always have something from one of the different leagues there. That's cool. Um, so that they kind of have that... that um, that, that, that's pretty much what the, which way they do it. If you've been to the Hockey Hall of Fame, like John, <laughs> give us a tweet. Tell us your favourite memory of it. Um, the, the other thing as well about the induction thing for the, the Hockey Hall of Fame, um, 
did you know that basically you have to be retired at least three years before you can be considered for Hockey Hall of Fame? Oh. Majority of people, um, majority of people usually do go longer before they go into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Board. Like there's still players out there who have never been included in the Hockey Hall of Fame. We have one who played in Belfast Giants who should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame, which is Theo Fleury. Yeah. Yep. Not in the Hockey Hall of Fame, but he should be. And every name every year his name pops up as a potential. But especially for his hasn't. work outside of hockey. Exactly. Know, especially now since um, he's retired. But there is a couple of players who that three year um that three year rule mm-hmm. was set aside for oh um any guesses on players who were well, able to bypass that three years and go in straight away Gretzky clearly <laughs> yep um we talked about it on this podcast oh, the, the man was, with the he was, he was one of the name. he was one of our earlier Bobby. yep Bobby Orr and his Bobby famous uh, hat trick <laughs> Bobby Orr <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other famous hat trick oh is uh, Gordie High. he's there Elbows. too uh, yeah uh, Mario Lemieux Lemieux, Mario Lemieux. Oh, okay. um, he's also there um, Rocket Richard Rocket he Richard. was also yeah, uh, added yeah. in as well so there's loads Red of them Bull. there's a couple of them um, without the three year period is what you're saying yep yeah yep, yeah, yep. Uh, no, no yeah, he's not no so there's a couple there who have obviously been um, brought in who've been put in um as, as part and of being able to kind of bypass that the um, uh, uh, it can't be so it's like a proper heady crowd like they also say it's haunted serious that's a different story that's a different story yeah supposedly it's the wife of the original bank owner oh right so nothing yeah. to do with hockey so yeah. it's the haunted hockey, hockey hall of fame, fame. brilliant yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of pages um <laughs> Well, thank you very much for that, Aaron. Um, that, as always, we, we get to learn something new um, before the end of our episodes. Um, and again, we just learned something more, hopefully today. Maybe <laughs> so, from my point of view this time. But, but yeah. So you um, can start thinking now, what is the letter I? Ice, because, you know, ice hockey. Ice hockey. <laughs> yeah. we'll see. You'll have to wait and see. I'm so excited <laughs> already. I'm so excited. <laughs> because I know, there's, I know there's a letter coming up, which may, hopefully we'll get to this season because... There's been a few uh, we've missed. I've, I've missed a few. <laughs> but I know there's one coming up because you told us there's one coming up because you told us to prepare for one that's coming up. I did. Which I'm excited about. And that's Fuck, we will. Two episodes like, away. That's two episodes away. That's two episodes away. <laughs> so. If you know your alphabet, you'll be able to guess the letter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, have bring, yeah. we have to bring stuff for that as well, don't we? Do we have to bring stuff? Well, we can. Well, I, it's, I, it's a podcast. It's, it's not really show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> take pics. Take pics. Good point. It, it, we, can, we can put yeah, a picture up. Uh, our, uh, D- uh, D- I was about to say Dave John likes to share a few photographs on Instagram yeah, yeah. So. He, loves, he loves his Twitter doesn't he, he loves his, no his Instagram more Instagram it's all, it's all about, about Insta all about Insta um, okay with that um, that takes us to the end of our podcast <laughs> um, as usual you can check out our website at door14hockey.com for all our previous episodes as well as um, blogs and other stuff that we've done in the past you'll all find it up there on our website uh, check out our social media uh, twitter facebook instagram door14hockey uh, get involved tell us what your vote in our uh, star segment this this week tell us what we should talk about in future episodes or even submit your own star um, for a future episode um, so get involved there um, okay with that I don't think I have we have anything else so we'll sign off the podcast what is going on over here okay no. uh, we says, will... I couldn't hear you <laughs> <laughs> he said something and I was like uh-huh. I, just, yeah, yeah, I just got a lot of nods and agreements and then like a, a couple of shaking heads I was like I don't know what's going on over here <laughs> anyway you took me off track uh, with that we will sign off for this week uh, so without uh, further ado my name is Marty I'm Dave 
I'm Arn. Have a week. Does that? What actor doesn't? Or? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, as I click I'll record. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you as I click record, you start talking. And, yeah. Just leave it in. It's fine. Stand there. Stand in. What's your best? Tighten up my section. It's all there. It's our vocal warm ups. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Aww. I have to edit all this now. 